Hello again, everybody, and welcome to The Gray Area Podcast with Joseph Teer. In life, it's never simply black and white. There's always the gray area. I'm your host, Joseph Teer. Welcome, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome again to The Gray Area Podcast with Joseph Teer. Happy birthday, America. That is absolutely right. One of the greatest countries, if not the greatest country in the world. Independence Day, 4th of July, federal holiday, declaration of independence. And an excuse to drink nonstop for at least 24 hours. And shoot guns and fireworks. Lots of fireworks. And hot dogs, hamburgers. Steaks, chitlins, whatever you're into. Way, way back, 1776, the end of the Revolutionary War, 13 American colonies regarded themselves as a new nation, the United States of America. The only United States of America. I don't think anybody else is named America, at least I hope not. No, no, no. And we got our independence from the British Empire. Actually, the Congress voted to declare independence on July 2nd. Tyler, if you did not know that. I did not. That's a new that's a new fact to me. I didn't know about that. Oh yeah. Fireworks, parades, barbecues, carnivals, fairs, picnics, concerts, baseball games, family reunions, and political speeches. My thing is, you know, how did they celebrate it back then? I mean, did they just like go off and shoot muskets and like throw pigs in the air? Or, I mean they didn't have fireworks or radiohead or anything like that. None of the good stuff. I know, but at least they knew they were free. To a degree. To, well, to a degree, yes. Those that but could read. It was the first step. The first step. Let's see. Who was president then? Uh, I believe his name was George oh. something. I think his last name started with a W. He might be on some money. George W. Oh, it's Bush. Was it Bush? No. Well, I gave it a good hearty shot there. I'd go with Washington over Bush, I believe. Ah. My second guess was Ronald Reagan, because he was a pretty cool guy. He was a cool guy. My absolute favorite, believe it or not, was Jefferson. Jefferson Davis? Thomas Jefferson. Oh, oh, wrong time period. Wrong time period. But it being the fourth, on a serious note, we do have to take a moment to talk about some firework safety. Do not, by any means, light the firework and then stand over it. Please don't. And on that note, we go to break. Today's itinerary, American birthday, Independence Day. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in Korea. Got a joke? Got a riddle? Stick around. We'll be right back. Shut up and sit down. So welcome back. Now, a few words from the expert. Some 4th of July safety. Now, I wouldn't regard myself as an expert by any means. Uh, safety, believe it or not, a lot of it is common sense. But the sad part about that is common sense really isn't that common anymore. What did I always say? They should call it uncommon sense, Absolutely. not common sense. Uh, now, if I have any fa- any football fan listeners out there, you remember an incident last year where New York Giants defensive end Jason Pierre-Paul blew off three of his fingers holding... A firecracker. I believe that probably stunted his career. No, he's actually still doing pretty good. He's in the top 100, but he is three fingers down. I would say so, but that's better than three toes. Absolutely. Of course, you know, I don't really know the going rate on 
toe-to-finger ratio. Well, we should call the place that puts them in their drink. Oh, my goodness. He they, might, they might buy their fingers. I, I, they still haven't found that toe, actually. They are still looking for that. And that is our follow-up. Absolutely. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what not to do on 4th right. of July. Well, like I said before, you don't want to light the firework and then stand directly over it. I mean, that's a given. Duh. You don't want to hold the firework if it explodes or ejects into the air, you know, in any fashion. You don't want to do that either. Duh. Do not put launchers or bottle rockets on your face or nether regions because that is also something you don't want to do. Duh. Wait. Not not in the butt crack and no. like Steve-O? No. No. no Aw. Because you will get secondary burns and you will have a very bad time. Duh. You do not want to hold firecrackers after you light them because you will blow your fingers off. Duh. And if you don't believe me, you should try it. Ooh. Nah, maybe they should. We do not encourage that, but you know what? If you're dumb enough to listen to Tyler, go ahead. We don't encourage it, but we do want to have some feedback if you do choose to try that. I hear it's quite painful, sir. (laughs) I didn't hear anything after the bang. (laughs) A little bit of ringing. But, uh, you know, in all seriousness, though, uh, 4th of July, it's a time to celebrate with your family, burgers, dogs, grill out, uh, have a couple drinks, but that's, that's a gimme. Do not drink and drive. The police are out. You don't want to get in trouble. It's more trouble than it's worth. If you're going to drink, don't drive. And if you drive, don't drink. I mean, it's pretty cut and dry. I can't think of any other way else to say it. Other than that, you'll be on here as one of our dummies that we talk about and pick fun of. And you will have a whole lot of bills to pay from getting a DUI. <laughs> and if you blow your fingers off during a DUI, that just that's not even... I can't even joke about that. How many fingers am I holding up? Mm-hmm. You cannot do that to somebody else. You can't do Hey, man, watch my foot. Hey, man, watch this. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. And on that, from the serious, we're going to go light for just a minute. Just a minute. A little joke I like here. I'm going to bring that up, and then we'll go to another break real quick. So, this past Christmas, I told my girlfriend that all I wanted was an Xbox. That's it. Beginning and end of list. Xbox. You know what she got me? A homemade frame with a picture of us from our first date together, which was fine because I got her an Xbox. <laughs> well, you know, the whole picture frame, that doesn't have Wi-Fi capabilities or an awesome collection of games, but I guess you could stare at it for a couple hours if you wanted to. I could. That would be the ultimate co-op. The ultimate co-op. And on that, bag to break. Welcome back, and on that note, it's Independence Day. Who needs independence? Korea. North Korea, South Korea, there is a wall. Ronald Reagan once said, Bring down that wall, Mr. Gorbachev. And he did. And sooner or later, this will happen there. But in the meantime, it is Independence Weekend, and 2nd, 3rd, and 4th of July. We are here on the 4th, but you want to take a guess what these crazy Koreans decided to do? Launched another missile that didn't work. Well, yes and no. They launched one, but it did work. It actually went up, uh, I believe they said 2,200 miles straight up. Hmm. Which, if you put that on a normal trajectory, actually could hit Alaska. Well, you know, I've never been to Alaska, but here it's really cold, so I'm not sure if it hurt my feelings too much. But I'm sure, you know, if they nuked it up, just like in a microwave, it wouldn't be cold for long. Oh, yeah. But, you know, that's just kicking the hornet's nest right there. Usually, you know, you hear about North Koreans in Pyongyang wanting to launch missiles and they get, I don't know, 100, 200 feet off before they explode. So, you know, the threat of a, of a real Korean missile crisis, I don't believe, is going to be 
a, a real factor. Right, but anytime I hear Korea, I think two things. Kim Jong-il and Team America. That's pretty par for the course. I mean, how could you not think about North Korea and think about Team America? I mean, it's a whole movie about puppets going in and whipping ass in the name of America for America and by Americans. Exactly, and nothing scrouts, screams America like claymation. I was going to say puppets and, you know, like fireworks and stuff, but I guess we're just different. Yeah, indifference is America. America! America! So, the U.S. and South Korea responded to this latest launch with their own exercise and display of our missiles, launching them Wednesday, South Korean waters, right along the coastline. You know, I feel like uh, that's kind of pushing things a little bit, in my opinion. You know, war is never a good thing. Uh, It's bad all around for everybody involved. But at the same time, you know, North Korea's been making these threats for a long time, talking about, you know, launch missiles and stuff. But the fact of the matter is, if they were to do that, the equipment that their military uses is so outdated that, you know, going against a coalition, you know, the European Union or NATO, they wouldn't really stand a chance. And I don't think they believe that. And that's that's what's sad the most. It is. But the thing that's a problem is they're developing it at such a fast rate. They were not supposed to have anything ballistic-wise capable intercontinental to the U.S. Alaska for years. And now they've developed it. Um, so they have the range, but they have to be able to marry the nuclear warhead to it, which is, thank God, a little bit harder than the ballistics. So that being said, right now South Korea has one missile. It's called a Hunmu Missile Mark II, and it is a very, very rapidly deployed missile, and its very deep strike precision capability in the North Korea is outstanding. Oh, absolutely. You know, I don't know if the North Koreans keep in tune with the rest of the world or not, but South Korea is far superior to them. You know, realistically, the North Koreans, they get all their engineering from the Chinese. And after the U.S. applied sanctions to the Dandong Bank and the Chinese-American Dandong Bank, I think that's going to hurt their cash flow a little bit. I feel like it's it's going to hinder things a little bit, but I don't feel like it's going to put a complete stop to things until, you know, I don't know, I guess things come to a head, for lack of a better term. Well... And that's the thing, is South Korea, the Korean Republic, they want peace. They're trying for peace. The, their new president is trying to sit down with Kim Jong-un, and he's denying this. Or he will talk, but he will not talk with any reason. They are trying. The U.S. is trying. But North Korea is just... They're allied with China. So as long as that happens and that alliance is there, China is one of the most dominant dominant superpower countries on Earth. Absolutely. You know, in a very industrious country, but also financially, you know, after the U.S. has been putting sanctions on Chinese and North Korean banks and, you know, their, their economic status for a long time, and it hasn't really slowed anything down. They just say, you know, okay, yeah, We'll stop and we'll slow it down for a little bit. But it seems like we're always back at square one. And I, I feel like it, it's enough to tone it down a little bit, but it always comes back up. And, and the reason for that, in, in my opinion, is that, you know, North Korea has been wanting the U.S. and South Korea to stop doing military exercises in uh, Seoul for a long time. But 
with that, you know, they want us to stop, but they're not going to stop their missile program. I feel like it's kind of one-sided what they want. I, I don't think it's really going anywhere, honestly. Well, and the difference between the Obama administration, which, don't get me wrong, they held Korea at bay, but they were developing this at the same time. Trump gave an ultimatum, and he's not afraid to stand behind it. I mean, he will take action. He's already showed this. And now that they have capability to hit U.S. soil, and they are so unstable, you know, it's it's the ones that have nothing to lose that you, you know, you should really worry about because they don't care about their people. This is a dictator that only cares about himself. Um, what does he have to lose at all? Exactly. You know, I feel like during the Obama administration, it was put on the back burner a little bit. But Trump is—he's—he's he's taken a real proactive approach to it. He's actually made—he's actually made this commitment. He's actually made these choices, and I feel like it—you know—what little progress is made is on behalf of that. And it is. And for a lighter note, one more time, a quick quote, and then a break. I count him braver who overcomes his desires than him who conquers his enemies. For the hardest victory of all is over thyself. And that applies, I think, very well to what we're talking about right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And on that, we're back at break. So, now let's talk about a couple good movies for Independence Day. The interview. Very, very controversial. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You remember that? James Franco, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was 2014. I think Kim Jong-un just became president. Yeah, it was shortly after his father died. Yep, and they end up... He is a... Anchorman trying to, Seth Rogen is, trying to get an interview with this guy. And he won't do interviews, but he loves his show, so he grants one. Then the U.S. government wants to take advantage of this and try to assassinate him, which goes hilariously wrong. Well, of course, man. Anytime you have Seth Rogen and James Franco, I mean... <laughs> Things are gonna go hilariously wrong. That's that's a classic iconic duo, you know what I mean? And they were in let's see, Pineapple Express, the interview, they were they had This is the End, which oh, yeah. is my personal favorite. That is so good. That was a good one. Uh Seth Rogan movies, I mean the uh neighbors was good. What was that? The Zach Efron was in it? As yeah, the college well, kids? Yeah, yeah. Well they're next to the frat house. Yeah, and Franco. Franco is even in Spider Man as the Green Goblin. Yeah. He, or he was the Green Goblin's son, I think it was. Yes. Yeah. But uh, it, on a funny note, going back to the interview, the, uh, the idea of actually, you know, having that plot, that premise of going and assassinating the, the great almighty leader, they actually it caused so much controversy in North Korea because people in the South were taking copies of the DVD, tying them up to balloons, and then sending them over the border, you know, and eventually the balloons would deflate and, and the copies would drop. But... There was actually such an influx of, of hatred for their leader that they actually had to take a internal military action against the you know air balloons coming in, shooting them out of the sky and things like that, because just over that one movie and still in that thought in the people they couldn't have that. And that was censorship. And then they tried to censor us here. 
saying you will have repercussions and negative consequences if you show this movie. So, did they pull it from the box and Netflix took it on personally? Or, uh, I think they pulled it from Redbox, but Netflix, I think they still have it. No, no, I mean, did they pull it from the theater? Because I remember certain there was only a couple that showed it. And then after that, uh, Netflix purchased the rights and I believe showed it exclusively online. I, you know, I think I remember hearing something about that. I'm not really sure. I, I didn't go and see it in theaters. But there's a very, I mean, a lot a lot of the America is PC nowadays, and there's that potential that it could have been cut from a lot of theaters. And that's just another extreme of how these people deal with any type of problem, controversy, or just something they don't like. It's, it seems like violent speed and aggression is, is their, their main thing. And we all know nothing is solved with violence unless it's a UFC title match. Yeah, then uh, that's just violence for money. You're just a gladiator then. And if that's the case, then, uh, you know, I feel sorry for Floyd Merriweather. Mayweather? <laughs> Merriweather. You know Mayweather. why? Because why? he's going to have to marry them gloves. Because <laughs> they ain't going to stick by him. Uh, McGregor's going to tear him up. I don't know, man. Mayweather's been boxing for years. Connor is a, he's a mixed martial arts fighter. I don't know. He might not have quite the chin that Mayweather does. I don't know. I think Connor's took more blows. He may have. I've, I've never. And he packs. Age. He packs a good one too. Let me tell you. I mean, for for a, a bantam slash middleweight fighter, I mean, he's he does he, he takes he takes care of business. He does what he's supposed to do. Yep. So that I believe is coming next month. Pay per view uh, only. Yeah, I think it is next month. But before then, in the meantime, another classic, great movie you should watch. Especially if you've never saw it, somehow, Independence Day. Oh my gosh, yes. How could you not be American and have never seen Independence Day? Will Smith? Will How? Smith? Is who? Mike Douglas? I, I think that's his name. I think, I think you're right. Randy Quaid, Jeff Goldblum, I mean, Bill Pullman, Vivica A. Fox. It's, it's got a lot of heavy hitter uh, names in it. Jada, what was it? Jada Pickett Jada, Smith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in it. I mean, that... And it's aliens come to take over the earth. All of a sudden, everybody starts to volunteer to protect their world. And a few parts go horribly wrong as well. But there's plenty of action and intensity to keep you in your seat. And if you don't like the premise, you could think of it like this. You know, the people on Earth were like the uh, the 13 colonies. And the aliens coming in, those are the British want to uh, take our things and blow our stuff up. And uh, we just fight them back with our own weapons. Which is pretty much Independence Day. And that's why it happened. Pretty much, yep. And it, you think about the tea. Let's say Boston Tea Party. After that, we were bringing in and smuggling our own tea. Instead of getting it from Britain. Avoiding taxes. Absolutely. Doing right. it the American way. The American way. Hustling, lying, and thieving. And how'd that work out? Worked out pretty good. I mean, for us. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're free, and uh, I don't sound British, so I guess we're doing all right. I believe we are, sir. Right, oh, no, lad. I believe we're doing all right here. We could have been talking like this the entire time, and they'd never know it. Yeah, they probably wouldn't know it. We'd be eating tea with our biscuits and our crumpets. We'd be eating the tea. I'm we right. would. I'm you never... freeze it in ice cubes, put it in hot tea. Then it just melts into regular tea. Then you have a double kit tea. That's a double shot tea. Make right. one espresso. <laughs> and a, and a tea, a, ki- a tea with a kick 
With crumpets. With crumpets. Or fish and chips. Bloody A. Well, on Independence Day, I mean, you could always have a hot dog and several beers. That's the American way. That is the American way. Not the British way. We don't have tea and crumpets on Independence Day. We have burgers, fries, hot dogs. Fireworks, guns. Beer, liquor, women. Tons of DUIs and police checkpoints. Bikinis, water, boats. (laughs) Everything that screams America. I mean... And then we scream it louder on the 4th. So, that's a great movie to check out if somehow you have not saw it. One more thing we're going to leave you with, and then we're going to go to our recap. It's just a little riddle. Tyler, you like riddles? They're all right, I suppose. I guess I could go for one. This is one I've heard and had for 10 plus years. What can you put in a barrel that can be seen with the naked eye? That will make it lighter. Is it a hole? Hmm. You're going to have to wait till next episode. <laughs> I can't tell you now. Then they couldn't try to figure it out. That's a, that's a real cliffhanger there. It is. There's one right answer, but many possibles. I guess you'll have to tune in. Maybe so. One more break, and then on to recap. Thanks for tuning in. Shut up and sit down. And welcome back. Now the recap. So, what did we talk about today? Uh, well, we uh, it being July Fourth, obviously we have to talk about the Independence Day, fireworks, safety, all the all the good wholesome American stuff that we know and love. Good movies to catch over, you know, over that that holiday, or if you have to go to work tomorrow, like like most of us. So and maybe you can watch while you before you climb into bed. And then we had Korea. We went up to speed on Korea. We had a joke, a quote, and we had a riddle you can ponder on, or you can send me your answers ahead of next episode, and I'll let you know if you're right or not. Absolutely. Now it being the fourth, I, I have to ask you this: What'd you do to celebrate? Uh, I worked. I was out here saving people on the side of the road, trying to get to their destination to enjoy the fourth. Flat tires, dead batteries, unlocking cars—you name it. Well, uh, you know, my family—we we have kind of a tradition. I've got some family that lives in, in Rayford, North Carolina. It's near Fayetteville. For those of you that don't know, but uh, you know, every year we go down there. My cousins—they're in the military, so they're huge on you know Fourth of July and America and all that stuff. So we always do our family reunion around this time. You know, we have a good time. We we grill out. We have a couple drinks. You know, everybody has a good time. But this year was a little different. I uh, I actually got to jump out of a plane and uh, I lived. what? Yes, I, I lived. I'm glad you lived. Yeah, obviously, or uh, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. Oh, this is actually ghost me. I I was kidding. I died. Is this like the Patrick Swayze moment? Or do we need to go make some pottery? Uh, what was that, poltergeist? A ghost. Oh, ghost? Oh, I'm more of a poltergeist. I make too much noise. The white noise. They're here. <laughs> but yeah, it was, a, it was. I would have to say it was a life-changing experience. You know, being 13,000 feet in the air and, and free-falling at almost 150 miles an hour with nothing but a parachute on your back is, is pretty intense. And I would, def- I would definitely do it again. It's something I would highly recommend for people that, you know, have wanted to try it or at least interested in it. Well, I will pass. I see no reason in putting my life in jeopardy, even if it is a thousand to one. That one chance is one that's optional I do not have to take. Well, you know, everybody thinks differently. I guess uh, 
I guess I'm more like a cat. I have nine lives. Well, eight now because I kind of died on the way down because of all the adrenaline. But uh, it, but in all seriousness, it was it was good and I enjoyed it. So I gotta ask, Tyler, you're always free balling. Always. How'd that work out? Well, you know, I after you kind of party for two days uh, and you and you don't want to wear any draws. And you jump out of airplanes with no draws on. I guess you could call that free balling while you're free falling. That is epic. Absolutely. One of the most American things I've ever done in my life. Red, white, and blue shorts, no draws, jumping out of a plane, hitting the ground, and taking a shot of whiskey. I couldn't have it any other way. And that is what America's all about. Happy Fourth of July. Tyler, thanks for being here on your fourth. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yes, yes. Y'all enjoy your fourth. Be safe. And until next time, we leave you. Remember to subscribe, like, download, and listen to the podcast in iTunes, on Stitcher, TuneIn, and on Google Plus Music. Available on Apple products and also for Android too. Follow us on Facebook as well. Like and share to your friends. Help us grow and continue to do what we love. Email us at the gray area podcast with joseph tier at aol.com with any feedback questions or subjects for us music clips provided by bensound.com thanks for listening and until next time we shall all exist in the gray area